Hi. Most of you know me as Lush from Lush Radio Online, and um, you know me as Moa Du um, of She Wins Network, uh, where we discuss and support women through their journey. Um, if you can see, notice down here, it says, I am Vanessa Guillen. Um, and you know about the story. If you've been tracking the story from day one, I have been tracking it. Um, I am also a veteran of the United States Army. I am also a MST survivor, which means military sexual trauma. Um, and this has um, hit home for me. Um, I was crying all yesterday, um, heartbroken um, over the continued journey of trying to find this young lady. Um, apparently, allegedly, um, the lawyer stated in the, um, yesterday's press conference that they um, believed that they have found the remains of Vanessa Guillen um, close to some other remains while they were doing a search. Um, the suspect that was identified um, as actually being the assailant who um, harassed her during a time when she was in service. Um, he was actually an NCO that uh, was at her unit in Fort Hood. Um, and this gentleman um, has been identified. Um, he took his life um, sometime around uh, Tuesday, Wednesday or sometime um, when he was approached by uh, the police. Um, and during this time, another suspect has been arrested, um, which was an exchanged rifle of another soldier that was on um, the actual base. Um, another um, soldier that was formerly on Fort Hood. Um, now, the thing of the nature is that as her lawyer stated, her lawyer stated that um, during that time that she technically was not supposed to be at work, but she was called in by somebody. Um, this young lady, Vanessa Guillen, is a lot of women that have served in the military story. Um, I, you can go on YouTube right now and see millions of women sharing their stories of military sexual trauma, men that dealt with military sexual trauma. They have programs dealing with military sexual trauma. You have SHARP that's supposed to be in place because of the incidents that happened years ago because of military sexual trauma and harassment because of the Me Too movement and things of that nature. But we stood up for the Me Too movement, but where is the Me Too movement for the military? For people in service, our women in service, you deal with the sexism, you deal with the harassment, you didn't sign up for that. You signed up to serve the United States military. If you're not angry as a woman, if you're not angry, the Hispanic community be angry about this situation as a minority woman, as being a foreigner, um, then something is wrong. This hits home. This could be your, this was somebody's child. This could be your sister. This could be your aunt, this could be your mother, this could be your grandmother. This young lady was a PFC just starting in her career. 
in the military. You don't know if that was the only chance for her family to take them to the next level. You don't know what her situation was, but that was stolen from her. As of July 1st, they gave her the rank as, um, as specialist, but that does not bring her life back. Whoever is they are covering up for in Fort Hood, which Fort Hood has been definitely sketchy. There's been several um, uh, military personnel that has been missing from there or either found murdered. There's so many things going over there and there has so much protocol that was not followed through. Where are the EO reports? This, you know, and, and they said that she couldn't file because she was scared of being reprimanded as a young soldier. How many of young soldiers are scared? They don't believe that their their um their officials or their NCOs or their officers could do such a thing to them. Then, because it's such a a, a situation where it's in house, you have to go to JAG or go to make EO complaints, and you don't know who to trust. You don't know who's going to definitely have your back, or you're either going to get raped or assaulted or end up being killed. We had another case with another young lady um, years ago that that served overseas, um, uh, African American young lady. She didn't end up coming back. Her family's still looking for answers. She and she ended up getting burned, um, abused, and raped, and and they try to cover it up. Whoever they're covering up needs to definitely be accountable. It makes no sense. Last year, I was with another young lady that was a veteran. We went down there to Capitol Hill. We've talked to other different organizations and, and different coalitions. They even created task forces last year when they were talking about military sexual trauma, that they were supposed to handle these situations. They were supposed to implement legislation in order for things like this not to happen. We have SHARP, yes, in the Army. And you have other different organizations, um, military facilities, that have different programs to educate about harassment, um, mil uh, military sexual trauma and stuff. We have things at the VA and have these summits, but where is the legislation to protect them? Where is the Me Too movement for military women and men that deal with these violent acts? Don't just push these people out and push them into the regular community so they can harass and they can do more things to other people. These people need to be accountable. They need to be arrested. Leadership. Leadership is not playing their role. They supposed to have done something. The first time this young lady was missing, they should have been finding out what was going on internally. Two months. Two freaking months this girl was gone. Two months. All of her stuff was still left over there where she was doing repair um, at the armory. Her ID, her wallet, her keys. Something went down on that base and someone's covering up. It hurts me to my core because we saw the increase of military sexual trauma increase 2018 going up more into last year where they were trying to put a task force together together and then on top of that they even had people of higher ranks testify down there in front of congress 
to talk about their experiences with military sexual trauma. And I honestly believed that there was going to be some type of change. But what actual change happened? Where is the legislation? I'm imploring you to go to Vanessa's website that they've created to push whatever bill, proposal that they're proposing in order for things like this not to happen. But I want them to clean house. Clean house. What is going on in Fort Hood? And this isn't just the Army. We're looking at all branches because there's so many cases that have been coming up all over across the board. It doesn't matter if you're Army, Marine, Cross, um, Coast Guard. It doesn't matter what branch you serve. Somewhere, someone, whether you've been in before or now, has dealt with some form of military sexual trauma, whether you spoke up about it or whether it's laid dormant in your mind and you brushed it off, or whether you've been so traumatized to the point you either took your life or to the point where you spoke about it, but then you were reprimanded about it and you were feared of your own life. How many people are talking about, uh, you know, they, the, you know, the soldiers, they complain about it and they say about it. And then they say, oh, uh, congressional right, a congressional do this or whatever. Some soldiers don't even know that a congressional exists. All they know is their military life. They know they're supposed to follow the rules. You don't know what you don't know. You expect a senior leader to make sure they take care of you. But the thing is, you don't know what, what you know, Vanessa was dealing with over there. I know I've seen pictures of her in there and she looked depressed. Everybody that's dealt with MST or they're dealt with, with, with any type of trauma knows that look, those eyes. It was like a dead shell in there. She was dealing with trauma and she had no outlet, no way to speak. She was silenced. She told her family. But what her family has done what they could do. Now it's time they try to go through the chain of command. Chain of command lied to them. Even the actual NCO that it was the alleged sus the suspect that apparently killed itself, the, the sister went and met this gentleman over there and he laughed in her face. She had a feeling something was wrong. When the command lies to you, what do you do next? They had no choice but to go public. But before it even went public, what, where are the battle buddies? You can't tell me that no one didn't see anything. Same thing when you have mass shooters, you have uh, uh, different situations that have happened or whatever with like the DOD and you're looking at, at, at security um, risks and stuff. You're looking at digital imprints. You got digital imprints or you have somebody saying something or something happened. Somebody had to overhear something. She might have could have posted something or, or anybody could have heard what was going on. Her mannerisms were changing in there. You got to tell me that somebody saw something. If you saw something come forward, there's more to this case.
this is this is sad and it's sad from other stories that we heard years before the wax we can't even imagine because during those times they really had no voice so who knows anything could have had went back down back then but it was happening to men before the women even entered the military how many more is this going to happen to before there's legislation passed I don't want to send my daughter, my granddaughter, or my niece and send them into the military and to be terrified that they won't come home. You're already worried that they're going to serve in the military and they might go to war and they might not come home, but just going there to serve the country and not coming home because their own killed them or their own is harassing them? Yes, I take it personally because this is my own. I served in the army. I am an MST survivor. I got pushed out and luckily one of my NCOs found my paperwork while they were trying to shred my stuff out and push me out. A lot of some of my battle buddies don't even know what happened to me because I kind of basically alienated myself from dealing with the military in general. Two years ago, I came back and they found me and I started advocating more. This shouldn't happen to anybody. What happened to Vanessa should not happen to anyone. What happened to all these women's story, all of us are Vanessa. I'm Vanessa, you're Vanessa, we're all Vanessa. I'm asking you to make this hashtag go viral, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all social media platforms. Do not let them bury her story. Put pressure on them, put pressure on them. Put pressure on legislation. Put pressure on the on 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 that unit. Put pressure on the army headquarters. Put pressure on them. Put pressure all across the board in the military in general. Policies need to change. People need to be accountable for what happened to this young lady and many more. Because remember, this isn't this isn't over. While this case is going on, there's other women crying and fighting in silence because this is a silent war that has been going on, not just not just women, but men also. But a bigger my a bigger um, population of women. This is a silent war that has been going on for years. But because we are a private institution and it's not always publicized it stays in-house or it's either covered up it's now that this is definitely getting more light in the news but we have to continue to push it because the family wants answers we that deal in the media need to continue to push this story and apply pressure I, my daughter just told me not too long ago she wants to go into the military. Do you know how scared I was because of what I went through? Yes, the military is 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 an amazing you know program. It's a, it's an amazing uh, uh, journey, but at the same time, you are susceptible to either dealing with harassment 
or either a soul, but that's anywhere you go. But the thing about it is that you have less outlets in the military than you have outside of the military. Never, ever, ever in your life would you ever think that that one of your, your leaders would do something to you. These are, these are women that have suffered for years. Some people have never told their families. Some people have uh, the courage to tell their families. Some people have the courage to tell friends and some people even blame them or they go years of blaming themselves. These people that are the assailants have either been doing this before, they've either been, been, been touched themselves or been assaulted or they are dealing with psychological issues or there is abuse of power, control. Women are being sexualized and, and not looked at as their work performance or anything, it's just the fact that they're a woman. I'm disturbed, I'm, I'm heartbroken, I'm disgusted, I'm hurt. The anger that's in the pit of my gut is 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 un, unexplainable. I can't even I can't even describe it right now. If we as a people can stand up and march for the Me Too movement, if we can stand up and we can march for the Black Lives Matter movement. I believe that we need to stand up and stand for Vanessa. And with this backdrop of the Black Lives Matter movement has allowed us to uncover and ask questions and dig deeper. This is the time we need to dig deeper and find exactly what is going on. What is going on, on at Fort Hood What is going on with leadership? What are the policies and procedures going on? Beyond Sharp, what's the next move? Beyond Sharp, what's the next move? What do we do next? So we don't have another Vanessa. We don't have women or men having to seek counseling going through this drama, they're in there to go and train, do their job and get out, serve the United States of America. They sign a contract to serve and protect this country, not to be abused and misused by those in power, those who feel as if they can utilize their power to manipulate, threaten and pressure people to do their bidding. There's plenty of stories of, of, of NCOs or officers who, are, who have, have raped a young female, have gotten her pregnant, and yet when she complains, they, they view it as an adultery, maybe a married man, and then she gets reprimanded. Uh, she gets sent off some way to get the baby taken out. Now she can't have babies anymore. Her life is destroyed. She's dealing with trauma, but she still has to work with this, this, this person in her life. Or maybe her abuser 
that's in there has to sit next to her or actually have to sign off on her report. Or you, you submit it to the EO and the report ends up being missing. Or people don't believe you for years and then you have to go down to Congress and Congress, you know, they, they sign off on stuff, but then there's never any real move. What are we doing? What are we doing? We saw the numbers go up last year when people even felt like it was okay for them to even report. And now someone is dead again. There's been plenty of deaths, but people haven't reported it. There's been more assaults, but people haven't reported them. You think it's over? It's not over until we start making this change. I am sickened to my stomach. And I believe that definitely that, you know, we as people need to stand with Vanessa. I'm calling on the Hispanic community, minority women, all women. I'm calling on all military branches. I'm calling on every VSO that say they support women and advocate for women. I'm calling for anybody that stands for things that are not good in life or that are wrong. And I'm asking you to hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen. I want you to hashtag. I want you to write your congressman, your representative, send messages down to Capitol Hill, whatever bill they have proposed right now to make sure that this doesn't happen to anybody serving in our United States Army, our United States Armed Forces in general. Make sure we apply pressure. Fort Hood needs to be investigated, all branches. Start reviewing some of these cases, start reviewing how some of these people have gotten, um, have gotten discharged. They either got an honorable or they left out earlier than they were supposed to. Maybe their paperwork wasn't done fully well. Find out if they dealt with military sexual trauma. Let's get down to it. And let's not just get one cases. We need to get them all in a hole. And make sure that all background and races are represented when you're having these discussions and stuff like that. We need legislation passed. I think the family has a great lawyer with them. Justice needs to be served. They're still doing testing to try to find out um, DNA matches and, 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 and x-rays and, and scans of that nature to give us a definite answer. But right now at the moment, you know, we, we all know how this ends. We all know how this ends. A cover-up. But not today. Not in 2020. Not with the background of, of Black Lives Matter, not with the with the with the startup of the Me Too movement, not with the background of people being accountable for what they're doing. Not today. Not this year. Not anymore. Enough is enough. Congressmen, local government in that area in Texas, 
government on all levels, legislation on all levels. Make sure that our service members are protected and safe. The only thing they need to worry about is training and serving the country. They shouldn't have to go in there and worry about their lives being taken by their own or them being harassed by their own. We have enough mess that's going on in the world for something like this to happen. You know it's not right. You know it shouldn't have never happened. Protocol was not done. Protocol was broken. Chain of command did not do what they were supposed to do. That's the first thing they tell us, chain of command. But when chain of command fails you, what do you do next? Somebody, we had a conversation. They said, oh, but you know, you can, you can, you can go outside and you know, you can, you can, you don't know what you don't know. As a young soldier, most of them just want to focus on getting the job done. I can speak as a soldier, as a foreigner, as a, as a minority female. Sometimes like for me, I might've been the, the only chance for my family to take it to the next level. They're foreigners trying to establish their life in America. You could have been their only hope. Being a minority in the military is not always the easiest. Being a woman. Remember originally, you know, they said they didn't want women in the military. And there's still that same sentiment. And then there's control and power. You give somebody a little bit of power and they take it and they push it to the next level. This freaking man sat here and watched this young lady in the shower, had harassed her for so long. Aaron David Robinson, NCO. People are still talking about, oh, how disrespected it is to, to kneel in front of the flag, right? Kneel in front of the flag, but yet, I think what's disrespectful is the fact that you're a soldier, you're sexually assaulted or sexually harassed. You end up missing. People empty out your bunker. They refuse to have an investigation at first. And they act as if you don't exist and they erased you. I find that very disrespectful. They're still putting out a cash reward um, to see um, ID at Fort Hood. If you have any whereabouts or any knowledge about what exactly happened or if you saw anything. Um, and I mean, and, and, and not too long ago, 2020, the Pentagon even put out statistics. Um, the Pentagon put out statistics, um, the, the fiscal year, they said um, uh, the year 2019, um, reports on sexual assault in the military um, were about 7,825 sexual assault reports um, in, involving service members um, as victims or subjects. 
and 3% increased um, compared to 2018. But there was also a report that was just put out recently um, and they said that it was over um, even more, over more than 2,000 more reports. So, I mean, people know what's going on. The Pentagon knows what, what's going on. DOD know what's going on. Uh, Veteran Affairs knows what's going on. Everyone, even these, these, these military facilities know what's going on. You know there's a problem. You know there's a source. You know people are covering up for people. Why is there no change? We've been complaining about this years and years ago. How many of these complaints have gone on dead ears? If you are a military sexual assault survivor, I'm asking you to stand. There's so many military female groups that I'm in. And they, they want to stand in solidarity. Stand in solidarity. Hold up your signs. Call to Capitol Hill. We have to put pressure on them. We have to put pressure on them. Extensive investigation. Not no fly. Not a fly by night investigation. Extensive. Because with this case, can unlock other cases. Will unlock and peel back layers of what has been going on on Fort Hood and on other military installations. If we don't address this and we continue this on and on and on, more of our sisters and our brothers, our nieces, our aunts will continue to deal with the situation. You're either going to stand for something or fall for anything. And I believe we have to stand. Just like we stood for the Me Too movement, just as we continue to stand for George Floyd, we need to stand for Vanessa. As a service member, as a veteran, and all of my fellow colleagues that continue to serve in the armed forces, I'm asking you to stand. Stand for Vanessa. She deserves better. As of July 1st, they gave her her specialist rank. But isn't that what they usually do for anybody who dies? Because the time of service, that was an automatic. That doesn't heal any wounds. That doesn't bring Vanessa back. How are, how are you dealing with the fact that leadership lied to the family? The family finds out via media. That had to be heart-wrenching. You finding out that your loved one is missing and the and the fact that they even admitted foul play gets me when you're reading all the reports from whether it's cnn or, or local news in that area or reading reports you're seeing detailed events that stemmed before this young lady began missing 
So how can you gather all this information, but yet everyone acts as if they don't know how this happened or everyone acts as if they couldn't intervene or apparently no one overheard any conversations or no one saw her mannerisms change. Because one thing I can tell you, when you suffered from MST or some type of trauma, your mannerisms change. You can see the change in the eyes. You're alive physically, but you're dead inside. You deal with depression. Your interaction with people changes. You try to drive on because they always tell us, drive on, soldier, drive on. They tell us, drive on. You try to drive on, but yet in the back of your mind, you either leave it dormant or you try to ignore it and you try to continue doing what you have to do as a soldier. But you never realize that how much effect and weight, weight that is putting on you and that burden that you never asked for. Because you're a woman, does that mean that you should be subject to being sexualized, to sexism, to abuse of power because you're a woman? I think not. Our country, the land of the free, the home of the brave. People aren't being brave enough to come forward and tell the truth about what happened to this young lady. The home of the free, was she free or was she in a cage hoping and waiting with her silent cries that somebody would help her with what she was going through? It could have been any one of us and some of us have dealt with that, but we're still alive to speak on it. Vanessa isn't here to speak for herself. That's why we have to be continue to be advocates and speak for her, continue to support people like Vanessa, all the women that dealt with MST, all these cold cases of women who've died serving their country with a cover up and say, oh, it's friendly fire when she went overseas and she didn't want to do something with, with her um, high ranking um, official, her NCO or her officer. And she ends up getting assaulted they cover it up and they bring her back and they say, oh no, you know, friendly fire or, or no, it was the enemy that did that to her, but it was her own people. It stops here and it stops now. Apply pressure. I'm asking you to apply pressure. I don't care what connects you have to a congressperson, a legislative official, somebody that's in the military, somebody that's dealing with this actual subject because they, they have task forces. They have people sitting on committees right now since last year and before that are supposed to be tackling these issues and nothing has panned out. Where are these bills? Where is this legislation? Why aren't these people protected? Why, why, why? My heart goes out to the family. I don't know how I would even take somebody telling me that, you know, I lost my child. I mean, I'm sick to, to find out on the news. Her mother is at home sickly. 
I mean, it 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 hurts. It hits it hits like a a, a stab wound. I cried all yesterday. And even if we didn't see it, you know it. You know it. Especially if you're an MST survivor. You know it. You know that feeling of being helpless. You know that feeling of nowhere to turn. You know that feeling. You know that feeling that, you know, at a point where you feel like you can't trust anyone. Where's the outlet? Where was the outlet for Vanessa? We have to create outlets and let it not just be military. It cannot be conducted in-house because in-house has failed. It has failed for years. There has to be some type of other organization or agency that you should be able to file claims. You should be able to file claims in-house and also be able to do them outside of the military. And they should be able to correspond with each other for investigations. People can give so many details about the series of events that ended up to this, of, of this young lady being gone. She was, a, she was a soldier. She was young. She was only 20. Where were you when you were 20 years old? Just starting your life. Just feeling like you're grown. Not even 21 yet. You can't even drink yet. She was just 20 years old, just in the prime of her life, starting her life, 20 years old. She was athletic. She had a beautiful smile, 20 years old. Just a PFC, just starting her career. She didn't even get a chance. She didn't get a freaking chance. I'm outraged. People are outraged. I'm asking media. I'm asking the Hispanic community, minority community, women, men, Stand with Vanessa. That's all I'm asking. Put pressure on policy change. Put pressure on legislation. Put pressure on reform. Put pressure on them cleaning house in Fort Hood and making sure that these people get reprimanded and they are pulled for accountability. Protocol. At first, when that soldier was missing initially, there should have been somebody out there making sure that if something was going on, that they reported it. Two months. That's unacceptable. Two months. Two months. Technically, in the Army, that's considered AWOL. Two months, she was missing. She was active duty. It wasn't like she was active duty. Two months. What are we doing? I'm going to ask Army and Jen. Army, come on. We have to do better. We have to do better. 
Military, we have to do better. There should be no one right now in 2020, in 2020, that should still have to go through this nonsense. And if you, if you, instead of doing it the old fashioned way and going to, and going some in your EO form, do some kind of online form, something. We need a petition. If someone already has a petition, please send it to me. I will share it within my networks uh, uh, and my following. We need a petition. Also, um, a big shout out to Puerto Rican Flags Up. Um, you know, my Puerto Rican family um, have, a, have a big movement. They're pushing the story. Um, uh, other media outlets that, um, that I've shared the story with, they're pushing it. We need to put the word out. We cannot let her story and these other women's story and men go and be pushed under the rug again. It's, it's enough is enough. And I had to speak on this because this is, this is a trying time in America. This is a trying time in America right now. How many more? How many more? Enough is enough. Ruth Moore just wrote this inspirational um, uh, letter um, saying, I am Ruth Moore. She's an MSC survivor. She even went down to Congress. They had the Ruth Moore Act. She went down with Swan to go do that. Another colleague of mine, um, April Harris, she dealt with military sexual trauma. She even was in a, in a documentary called We Are Not Done Yet talking about military sexual trauma. It seems as if, if, we're, not, if we're not doing uh, videos or movies showing, oh, we're gun ho we're military, we're this, that, and the third, people, people don't want to buy into it. We have to tell these stories. We have to tell the truth. I can pull over 20 videos of people telling their story about military sexual trauma on YouTube. Go to YouTube right now. See how many people are talking about military sexual trauma and how it affected them and who are still dealing with it right now. Go to Google and type it in. What is the percentage of people that are dealing with military sexual trauma in the military right now, 2020? And they're still serving. And it's not like, okay, like like the, uh, being outside of non-military personnel, non-military personnel, you can go, you can report to HR, you know, you can file a suit or whatever like that. You know, it's different. You still have to, you still have to work with this person. That person will get promoted and you get reprimanded and you lose your rank. Or they either assign you somewhere else where that person still stays. So... Just want to tell you that this has hurt my heart. If it hasn't hurt yours, if you haven't heard of the story, I hope you have a little bit more awareness about this young lady and share her story. Comment below. If you are an MST survivor yourself, hashtag I am a survivor, hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen and continue to share it on every platform. Share this video, comment on this video, contact your representatives. This is not over. We must continue to fight 
and speak for the voices that cannot speak anymore. Because remember, we hold the power. And for those who the power has been taken away from there, the chances of their life, precious life has been taken from them, we have to speak for them. My condolences, lo siento, to our family. And I'm praying for America. I'm praying for our military. And I'm just praying that we get it together because we have to do better. This is unacceptable. And with saying that, this is Lush of Lush Radio online, or also known as Mo Adu of She Wins Network. And I am Vanessa Guillen.